You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Week and a half, two weeks. At least. He'll be hammered. He'll be up to his eyeballs and boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom, yeah. Roma Davila yeah. in the studio. PJ Duran here as well. Our contributors, as always, Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson, great writers and and uh, interesting points of view, have they? Uh, Jack and Leanne DeLeon are producing our program. Let's go through the list from the bottom up. Uh, we have... Um, and you're saying Peroni, right? Mar- yep. Mark Mark Peroni. Mark Shout Peroni. out to the guys at the Indianapolis uh, Speedway. All right, so he'll be joining us from his rig. Jeff Carver uh, is going to be joining us as well. Jeffrey Carver, Jr. Kyle Redman, uh, for those of you keeping track of Kyle, he uh, recently won the last dog standing race, the 2018 edition. Uh, so we'll be talking with Kyle. Mackenzie Tricker is going to be joining us. Uh, Mackenzie has been on the podium six of the eight rounds so far in the women's uh gncc right yeah and women's cross-country gncc there it is and then of course bobby fong will be starting the program but before we go to bobby let's go to some breaking news with pj duran pj well from this past weekend on uh, the world superbike series in brno czech republic uh race one we had uh the usual suspects, uh, Johnny Ray, the season points leader ahead of Marco Melandri and his teammate Tom Sykes. That was an interesting race. Race two, far more interesting. The Yamaha guys came into their own. Lowe's and Vandermark absolutely put the smack down. And shockingly, Ray, the points leader, crashed out of race number two, giving everyone at least a momentary sense of hope, although he has been running away with this thing this year. Gagne, our American uh, hero racer, Jake Gagne, and P.J. Jacobson both were flirting with the top 10. Gagne in 12th, Jacobson in 13th. They were milliseconds from breaking into the top 10, so they're both going in the right direction, which is great to see in the World Superbike Series. Some Americans hopefully going to make some noise. And we will be talking to my buddy Mark Peroni later, as you said, Scott. Go ahead, Roman. Nice nice uh, addition, by the way, a late addition to the script. And I think that's very timely. He's sitting surrounded by race cars. He is Indi- currently sitting yeah. at the infield at Indianapolis preparing for his weekend of racing, along with a couple other friends of mine. Mark and I go way back, so it'll be fun to talk to him on air. All right, let's go to uh, Roman Avila. Roman, breaking news from you, sir. Well, a couple of things. Uh, Phil Nicoletti is no longer with uh, JGR. That happened last week. He is now uh, with Rockstar Energy Husqvarna for the remainder of the outdoors, filling in for both or either uh, Dean Wilson or uh, Jason Anderson, whoever you want to pick. Um, also, Zach Osborne's out for the remainder of the season, yeah, shoulder injury. That. Uh, that's going to take him out. Um, Hurlings again in MXG killed it, went 1-1 over the weekend, just in uh in france um and then kind of you know one other thing and we're we're gonna we're gonna touch on this you know uh, the gnccs are kicking up in their in their race and uh mckenzie trickers won back to back we're gonna uh their last two rounds so we're gonna talk to her about that um and then one little offbeat thing and this is on racer x's website 
there's a video of Corey Grafunder trying to take on this teeter-totter, and he ends up destroying his ankle over it. So, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, literally broke his ankle on the deal. Um, and I'm not sure what the event was for, but it's a uh, it's pretty devastating-looking uh, injury. So Suffice it to say, he got both the over and the under. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. no good. Yeah. Let's, well, go let's to our, talk to our man. Let's go yep. to our first guest, Bobby mm-hmm. Fong. Bobby, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. Currently running in 10th overall in the Moto America Superbike class. Perhaps uh, you'd like to uh, uh, pick up the pace a little bit, move up in the 8th or 7th or 6th or anything above 10th, but uh, it's not easy. You've got a very talented field to compete against. Um, you know, it's uh, we've had a, a, a rough year so far. You know, it's, uh, it's the beginning, um, you know, with the new team and everything. And uh, how I am in the points doesn't really justify on how, how good, good we're doing now these days. We have uh, – we had – I don't know, maybe four DNS now. So the the points, uh, I'm way out of the points, and it's uh, and it's just a little a little bad luck we ran into this year. Um, unfortunately, uh, just a little mechanicals and stuff, just trying to situate things. But the team got a handle on things, and uh, we're moving forward. Uh, we're doing the times like the leaders are doing. Um, you know, it just uh, unfortunately a little bad luck, but it's all a part of the game, and we just make us strong, making us stronger for. Uh, Laguna coming in in two weeks. Yeah, big race coming up at Laguna, Bobby. Um, how did you enjoy uh, Road America for like the first time in my memory? We didn't really have to deal with rain on race day uh, for superbike races, which was again very rare. It seems for uh, the annual trek to Wisconsin. It was such a good feeling not worrying about the weather for that weekend. You know, obviously, yeah, it's been hell. Uh, or as long as I can remember, it's at least rained one time. Uh, one time, uh, either one of the two uh, days. Every single yeah. year, it seems like one day or the other is a complete washout. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, it was a good feeling, and um, you know, obviously, it's a beautiful place, beautiful track, and you know, makes for good racing as well. Mm. Um, now, I had a good weekend. I thought so. You know, Saturday uh, didn't go as planned. I, I made it hard for the team. I. Uh, had a little tip over in Super Bowl, just uh, trying a little hard, trying to get a good race, and uh, we kind of ran out of time putting the bike together for uh, for the race. So we had to start from hot pit, so that kind of put it on our back foot a little bit for the race. Um, but the team did a good job, and uh, at least got the bike ready for us. So I'm, I'm happy about that. And then race two, I uh, I just made it hard for myself. Basically, I had the worst start in race in history. I felt like. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a tough go. I, I saw you struggling down the straightaway. I was, uh, didn't look like fun. Uh, you were you were on the back foot from the jump. Yeah, no, and then I, I caught up to uh, Tony Elias by the end. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was happy with the result. I was happy with our times. I was just a little disappointed with myself and how I came off the line because uh, the pace I was going, I could have ran with uh, Bobier and Aaron. Yeah, so you're you're getting on with the bike very well. Um, it's understandable. Never been a problem getting along with the bike. It's, it's yeah, day one never had been a problem at all whatsoever. It's it's um, been easy for you to go fast on. Yeah, yeah, for the easy motorcycle, the team provided me a good motorcycle, and uh, we just had a little bad luck this year. Um, you know, sometimes it just uh, doesn't click for myself and the team. But you know, I from day one. I was fast on the bike. We, we, we could do fast times. We could uh, do good pace, and they provided me a motorcycle where I can do that. So, 
Uh, Laguna, I'm uh, really, really confident, probably the most confident I've been in a while on this machine, just uh, knowing what we did just uh, a few weeks ago at Road America. So I'm, I'm stoked to get out there, and, you know, there's going to be a lot of people, obviously fans and family going to be out there. Hopefully I need to uh, get a good showing, and for all the, the struggle we've been through, it's going to feel good when I, uh, hopefully when we get on the box. Last season, if I recall, you were on the stock 1000 ZX10, right? Yeah. And that yeah, what? Yeah, we were on. Okay, that was a missile, <laughs> to say the yeah, least. Out of the out of the corners, it was definitely a missile for sure. Oof. Did you have to make any major changes to your riding style when you switched to uh, Superbike Spec R1? Um, I had to make a. Uh, basically, I had to adjust my style for the Yamaha, not for the Superbike Spec. Um, there was not much, there's not much things that, that's on this bike that wasn't on my Kawasaki, basically. Um, you know, it's everything different. It's just a different motorcycle, you know what I mean? Um, the, this one likes to be turned on throttle. It's a lot easier to ride. Uh, the Kawasaki could be more aggressive with it. Like, you could come in, you could charge the corners, and then the thing was so fast coming out of the corners, you could really point and shoot like the Suzuki's are. Um, this one, you like to roll through the corners, which is, uh, it's a lot less effort to ride, but uh, when you start charging, it's, it's a little harder to get the lap time like you wanted, like on the Cowie. Like, whenever I wanted to try harder, I just push harder and go a little bit deeper in the corners and go a little harder on the throttle. This one, you actually, like, you've know, you got to be smoother and you got to connect the dots more and you got to roll a little bit more. So it's a little bit more challenging in that perspective. Um, but overall, it's a friendly motorcycle. Um, it, it's not really aggressive. It's just really, really linear. Bobby, uh, how much factory support are you getting with this new with this new bike for yourself? Um, everything's in house at the Hudson Motorcycles. They're doing everything in house. Uh, so um, hopefully, in the future, Yamaha can help us out a little bit. Um, but I'm happy with what I have right now for what uh, what Hudson provided me and. Sure. Rocky Stardale, what Rocky Stardale provided me, and uh, you know everything is built in house, and you know for uh, Mark and Daniel Snyder, my team owners, um, you know from being in the first year in Moto America, first year Superbike team, you know kind of jumping in the deep end. I, I'm uh, I'm I'm really happy that you know they they provided me a good motorcycle, and um, they're doing a great job. It's very exciting, uh, Bobby, to have new blood in our moto america pit that's it's a big deal to get a new from the ground effort into the paddock it, i mean it's early days for a first go effort as you were saying how's your read on them i mean are they still excited glad that they've got, taken on this uh, extreme challenge with uh, not only you but i mean with the entire series it's uh, it's a big deal and uh, are they enjoying it you think you know the sport needs needs these two brothers and we, they need Hudson motorcycles to be on the grid you know as you know the road racing in America isn't doing that great and so more and more people more teams to, uh, to be involved with Moto America is great for everybody um, you know I personally I, I think that uh, they jumped into the deep end well they, I think they're starting to they realize that you know they jumped straight into the deep end you know what I mean just with some of the the bad luck we've been we've been given in the beginning, you know, it's a uh, super bike, you know what I mean? You're racing against the best in America. And, uh, you know, with all the electronics and stuff like that, you know, it, it doesn't come easy. You have to work for it. So 
you know, the result isn't there, but I, I think they're seeing the, uh, the light, uh, you know, I think they're seeing the light now. You know I mean? The first few rounds is definitely a struggle, and they're like, oh, man, this is what it's like, you know? But um, I think they're going to be around for a while. They're, uh, they're go-getters, and they don't give up. You know, with, with Mark and Daniel, they, uh, I, as much as, as long as I've known them, which isn't long, I, I have that feeling where they don't give up. You know, they're going to, whatever we need, whatever uh, whatever it takes, they're going to be involved, and um, hopefully for a lot more years to come, they're in the, they're in the Motor America paddock. So I know this year they're going to give it their all, and hopefully for many more. Bobby, do you think some of the rule changes are going to lend itself to seeing more teams, you know, just spring up and, and want to be a part of Moto America, uh, kind of like the Hudson brothers and, and, and that? Do you think that's... You know, it's, uh, it's, up, it's up to the privateer teams and it's up to the riders like myself and Josh Heron and uh, Matthew Skoltz. You know, the more we run with the, the more we run with the factory boys, I think more and more privateers will be like, oh yeah, you, we could do it. You don't, you don't need a factory effort to, to run up front. Um, yeah, obviously their bikes are a little bit better. Factories are more, more supported and better funded, but you know, I think it's um, it's good to how the rules are because, as you can see from you know what what people have done this year, you could be a privateer and run with uh, run with the best, run with the factory team. So hopefully that helps the sport and helps uh, helps people just realize that hey, you don't need to spend a million dollars to run up front. Well, Bobby, the reason why I ask you this is because we've we've seen this in motocross and we've seen this in some other sports, Supercross too. Um, you, you get glimpses every now and then of the privateer team or, you know, the, the struggling guy that just shows up out of a box van and, and just crushes it. But my, my point that I'm trying to get at is I, I think Moto America would benefit from, from more privateer teams like you, like yourself to, 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 you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Bring bring Moto America back into the fold per se, as a in the spotlight. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. So you guys can have more exposure, so we can get this out into the forefront in people's minds, and you know, get you guys the exposure that that you deserve. Yeah, you know, I, I think so too, and uh, I, I, you know, we have the best riders here. You know, I uh, I believe that myself and all the competitors that are running up front in Moto America and the Super Sport and the Super Bike class, I, I, I think we're, I think we're world class. I don't think that there's any other series, you know what I mean, that there are better riders other than just better teams, better funded, better money, you know what I mean? I think that you could take any of us and put us on a good team in Europe and we, we could do the same thing, um, you know what I mean? So hopefully, you know, Moto America, you know, gets more, Gets more fans, gets more money because uh, they deserve it. And Wayne Rainey, Chuck Axon, they're all trying really, really hard, and they're providing us uh, to showcase our talent in America. Um, you know, hopefully, it just moves along for the guys and, and helps the sport. And they're uh, they're definitely um, they're willing to do whatever it takes. They've changed a lot this year with the with the spectators and the concerts, and you know, just uh, some of the shows for. Some of the show stuff for the spectators when they come to the race, so they're they're trying really hard, and it uh, hopefully pays off. Well, Bobby, it's been awesome to watch you uh, 
unfortunately we've watched some of your struggles this season but I really think you're on your on the rise you're you're a SoCal guy originally right NorCal NorCal you're a NorCal guy but either way you're heading home for your next big race at Laguna I'm looking forward to yeah watching you battle at the front we're seeing our ones under privateers doing the business uh as we as you'd already mentioned Skoltz is if it's raining He's got to be everybody's favorite currently. I know there, there's lots of other guys that can go fast in the rain, but he has seemed to be on a different planet. And Heron at Road America was racing to the line with some dudes on arguably the same bike as you. So go get him. Yeah, Bob, thanks, man. Bobby uh, sponsors before we're out of time? Uh, you know, the, the whole Hudson motorcycle team, the crew, the mechanics, everybody behind that, Quicksilver and uh, Lexan. Lexan, they've... Uh, They've really, um, you know, everybody stepped up to the program this year, and uh, I just want to give them some good results, let them know what uh, they're spending their money on. Bobby, you be good, man. It's always good to talk to you. Thanks, boys. There we Bye. go. Bobby Fong to the uh, pits, as it were. Uh, coming up, Mark Samuels is going to be joining us. Uh, uh, Mark and, uh, let's see, Team Slam Life Racing won Baja 500 Pro Unlimited with a uh, close and flawless close to flawless ride and we'll get into that with him this portion of our program brought to you by our friends at uh at a, at a dealership that just keeps growing have you added more space uh, we have added more space we've built a mezzanine we've blown through yet another wall and we still need more space i would say right now we need how, more space. how many more walls are there to blow through there are not many we will eventually be outside okay <laughs> and the second power sports be outside look for them in in Grimes, Iowa, great people. They've got onboard financing. They'll take care of all of your parts and service needs. Uh, exceptional staff, by the way. And you'll love the look of the dealership. They've designed it with you in mind. So it's Hicklin Power Sports. Look for them online as well. Okay, stay tuned. More after this. This is Pit Pass. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.